0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales, authorisation number TP slash 01005. Thursday, that means Tom Randall Day, of course, from Tickford Racing... Last night, as I've mentioned before, I had the privilege of hosting the West Coast Eagles Club Champion Award, so I wasn't glued to the E-Series last night, unfortunately for Tom, but a little birdie told me I didn't miss much. Tom Randall, good morning.
0: Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. Look, the, the, the line must be really bad. Are you saying something about my it was something about E-Series? I think, it, I think it must have broken up.
1: Yeah, well, I got sent a screenshot of one car... Well, it looked like a helicopter to me. It looked like it wasn't even didn't even have one single bit of rubber on the bitumen.
0: That didn't happen to have the, the Randall name on the side of it, did it's it? the one. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I've been cleared from the hospital, so <laughs> uh, they've checked me over, and it was ma- mainly just uh, extreme dizziness, but <laughs> we're all good here. And, yeah, that pretty much summed up the night for me. So I'm kind of glad that you didn't watch that because – you would have certainly been disappointed in your goss.
1: Well, mate, let me tell you, I wasn't disappointed in in a young man by the name of Daniel Ricciardo, my daughter, who is a mad, passionate F1. She knows everything that moves. She drives me absolutely bonkers. She can be in the middle of uni. She can be at work. But if something pops up about Lando Norris or George Russell or uh, Schumacher or Ricciardo, I'm the first to know what a great night. What an amazing performance and... Wow! If there was a gorilla on his back, it's long gone.
0: Absolutely, I mean it, it's amazing. You look back a month ago after the, the the race in Hungary, and he was just in despair, really, because he'd had such a bad run. And uh, and now he's 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 back to winning ways. I mean, it's been three years, over three years, since his his last Grand Prix victory and and his first one with McLaren and McLaren's first one two for eleven years. So it's. It's great for him. It's great for Australia. I mean, I, was, I couldn't go to sleep after that. Mm. I mean, it was just a phenomenal race. And then we had the, the incident between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton just after they finished their round of pit stops. So it was a lot of drama and really the best result at the end. And I don't think there was one person that was upset with, it, with the end result. No,
1: maybe Lando. Um, and I reckon, and I reckon if, uh, Lando was sitting next to Daniel and they watched the race with commentary and with, uh, chat to the team chat, uh, about he's going not quick enough and it might be my time. And if you don't go quick and all this sort of stuff, I reckon he would be a little bit embarrassed with some of his stuff. It's not like Lando Norris is Lewis Hamilton. I mean, fair income. He hasn't won a race for McLaren in four years. I mean, uh, all of a sudden, and I think Daniel has been pretty kind to Lando over the journey since they've been together.
0: Well, we could go back just a, a week before at Zandvoort, where Ricardo let Lando through. Yeah. So Daniel's been playing the team game, and I think Lando he, he realised that towards the end of the race yeah. that oh yeah, you know what, I need to just hold my horses here and and do the right thing by the team because he's got a he's got a bright future, Lando. Really, he's been seriously strong in that McLaren. I mean, he has outqualified Daniel this year, but it is ironic that. Daniel got the first victories for the team over him. I, I've got to say, I, I was pretty happy about that, and I, as I'm sure we all were. And it's certainly proven that the doubt is wrong. And he's certainly shown that he can get on top of that McLaren. So it's important that Lando did that for the team as well, because there's going to come another day where roles are reversed and Lando's going to want the same thing. So you've got to play a team game and... And it worked out great for them because that's their biggest point hole, hole ever. 45, I think they had 45 points mm. with the first place, second place, a point from the sprint qualifying. And Daniel got the fastest lap of the race on the last lap. So another point there. So yeah, that came from great, nowhere. Great that great came from nowhere, team.
1: didn't it? That was, uh, we weren't, everyone was just worried about him getting around safe and, uh, I suppose in the last 10 laps or 12 laps, or, or as you mentioned, albeit that we thought Lando was uh, going to call cool his jets and not put the pressure on an ass to get past at any stage. Not that he was absolutely flying, but no one saw that fast lap, and all of a sudden that popped up on the screen. That was just a nice little bonus, a nice little cherry on top of the uh, Ricardo cake.
0: Well, he obviously showed he had the pace, didn't he? So <laughs> I, I don't think, to be honest, I don't think there was any doubt from the get-go. Once, once he beat Verstappen off the line, mm. I mean, Verstappen couldn't get past him before the round of pit stops. So I think if if the pitch stops had have gone better for Verstappen, but he stays behind Ricardo, I still think Ricardo had a good chance of, yeah. of winning the race either way. Um, but we got to see the drama unfold between the two title protagonists. Yep. And I think that's great for the sport in a way because it's created a lot of controversy, but uh, it certainly proved that how vital and how important the halo has become. Oh. I mean, this is the third or fourth incident now yeah. that we've seen where without the halo could have been a a much uh, different outcome for the work.
1: Mm, 100%. Tom Randall from Tickford Racing, you're talking all things motorsport and focusing on the Formula One Grand Prix at Monza, of course, and well done to Daniel Ricciardo and the double shoey. You talk about that halo, and and we know that he's been given a three-place grid penalty, Max Verstappen, and had a bit to do with the, the sausage ripple strip as well. I think that sort of put him off, but, you know, whether he should have even been in there. But I think if he looks back at it, albeit him and Lewis clash, and I get all that, I think if he had his time over again, he would have showed a little bit more duty of care when making sure that Lewis was okay. Because he looked across very briefly out the corner of his helmet and saw that his his tyre wheel was on top of Lewis Hamilton. That's why Hamilton couldn't get out of his car, uh, get out the normal way. If it wasn't for the halo, it could have been a whole lot worse. I reckon if Max sees that again, and he may have privately but probably reached out a little bit more and showed a bit more compassion because it was a pretty bad look after a very, very meaty incident.
0: Yeah, and look, to be honest, Goss, on first glance, it certainly was. And then when you look back at the replay, you you can actually see he he looks over at at Lewis and I agree, he probably should have gone and and made sure he was okay. But as he's looked over at Lewis, Lewis in that phase is actually trying to select reverse and get out of, of that situation because Hamilton's car... Well, to, to Lewis, it didn't appear that damaged. It was just he was stuck underneath the rear of the Red Bull. So I think as Max has looked over and seen Lewis trying to select reverse and try and get out of there, sure. he probably figured that he was okay. But I think if it was another competitor that Max was trying to go around the outside of, to be honest, I think he would have bailed and would have gone across the across the the curve on on the inside to just get out of that situation. But we actually did see at the start of the race, Giovanazzi did a very similar thing to Leclerc, and he kept his his foot in on the outside, which becomes the inside of turn two, and they managed to get through. It was really just that sausage curve that once Max got up on top of that, he he had nowhere to go. So, yeah, it's a tough call on that penalty as well. I mean, yeah, it's probably more a racing incident, Mm. but, Yeah, I think both... I certainly think Verstappen could have handled it better off the track. Um, Yeah, but anyway, it certainly spices up the championship and we all love to see it in a way that those two are going hard at it and and these things are going to happen. I mean, we saw it in Silverstone, we saw it in Imola earlier in the year that they've, they've... had a few coming together, and it's just going to spice up that title fight, isn't
1: it? No doubt. righty. Well, let's get through the rest of these topics. Uh, we've got Talking Motorsport of course, with our man, uh, Tom Randall. Uh, just briefly, Jack Miller, that was a bit weird. What was going on there at Aragon? He uh, had a, a dodgy leg.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand what was going on there. I mean, I don't know if that's something that he needs to get sorted for the next round, uh, but again, yeah, he just seemed to struggle on the weekends, but his te- uh, ba- Bang Naya came out with a win, yeah. so that was his first win in the Premier Class, and I tell you what, those last few laps, yeah. they were great to watch, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Marquez had about seven attempts yep. at, at trying to pass him, and Bang Naya just kept coming back at him with, with the switchback, and I mean, to withstand the pressure, not just from any MotoGP competitor, but Mark Marquez, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty phenomenal, and on Mark's uh, home territory in Spain, so and that's great for him, but yeah, probably not so much for Jack because uh, you know Daniil is on that Chiacchi. So um, we'll just have to see what happens at the next round. Okay. But one other mention I was going to make yeah. is uh, back to back to Monza. Our other Aussie boy, Oscar Piastri, winning in Formula yes. Three in the Feature Race. Yes. Yes. I say that was uh, that was great very great weekend for Australia. Absolutely. Plenty of shoeys going around too, weren't there?
1: Yes, there were look shoeys everywhere. Hey, just quickly, MotoGP is this weekend in Masano, as we know. Uh, what about the IndyCar schedule? That's out.
0: Yeah, so there's two more rounds of IndyCar. So we had Portland on the weekend. Yep. And I've got to say, Scotty did a great job. He actually finished in front of all his Penske, Penske teammates. So finished P10, I believe, and avoided managed to avoid the carnage at the first chicane at the start of the race. Um, but, yeah, Alex Palau with with another win we've got the grand prix of monterey this weekend at laguna seca uh, which which is then followed by long beach so two two more rounds to go and yeah the title race is is, is well and truly alive there so we've got pillow in that with padaro Award and, and new Garden, and dixon's also in the mix so once we get another road course and hopefully scotty can can do well there i've been i've been checking on his social media he's well and truly on that simulator, so he's doing everything he can. Is he coming nice back well. for Bathurst?
1: Is he coming back? I mean, is he? Are you, or if he if he comes back and you, you you you're going to zoom past him, and you know you're just going to go straight past him and give him <laughs> a friendly a friendly wave when you get yourself on the podium. But uh, it, it's unlikely to come back because it's sort of um, it's been moved to December, so uh, he's probably not going to be available.
0: Well, it's 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 interesting that you say that now because it's it's been moved to November. Uh, sorry, to December. Uh, which actually just got announced a couple of days ago. It's going to be a six day event from the 30th of November to the, uh, to the 5th of December. So six days at Bathurst combined with 10 categories. So it's going to be a massive event. Now whether or not that actually makes it easier for McLaughlin to get back because there's a, a few talks about COVID vaccine passports. So I'm not quite sure whether that's going to help me in this instance. That might be something more for 2022. But it really would be his best shot because it doesn't clash with any of his rounds. He, he's finished by then in IndyCar, but the, the trickiest thing is the, is the rules around uh, yeah, COVID and whether or not he can get back in. I mean, it's it's a, and, and being in the state that probably has the worst COVID as well yeah. at this point, yeah. but also the best vaccine or one of the best vaccination rates. So we're all just hoping that by that point of the year, December, New South Wales would be, well and surely at that 80% fully vaccinated mark, and we can have some form of normality.
1: Good job by you. Good chat. Nice work. Hope you uh, recover. So when the E-Series, where are you next?
0: We're at Mount Panorama next week. Oh, wow. Europe, so the, yeah, so the all-star drivers, so the, the actual V8 drivers are teaming up with the Pro Series as co-drivers. So I don't even know how long the race is yet. They haven't They haven't said so, but... It's going to be long enough for two drivers. So looking forward to that. Again, it'll be Wednesday, next Wednesday. and uh, yes, then I the know. Final Don't give me a lesson. After. It's
1: grand final week next week. I might be busy, <laughs> but if I get a chance, I'll watch it. It'll be 5.30 Perth, time, right in the wheelhouse of Crazy Hour in the Gossage <laughs> household. Appreciate your time. Well done. And, uh, yeah, all... All roads, of course, uh, lead to Russia for the next round of the uh, Formula One and we'll see how Daniel Ricciardo, whether he can back it up. I think we might be dreaming, but at the same time, it would be great if he just continues on his great form in that McLaren. Thanks for joining us, Tommy. Always great to chat.
0: Thank you and have a great day, Goss, and everyone, enjoy the day.
1: Tom Randall, talking all things motorsport, from Tickford Racing, a fine young star, he's the next big thing. This is Sporting Goss.